all right folks welcome back to another episode of the first and frame rate show i am vf baller and uh today we are going to talk about our gm our general manager of the atlanta falcons i mean look i know it's been a rough couple of weeks but when you step back and you look at the scheme of things i think he's doing a really really good job and made some very solid moves and very solid uh pickups for this team and i want to talk about that all the way from the whole situation from calvin ridley up to us picking up Auden Tate, which I think this is a phenomenal pickup for the Falcons. I'm going to talk about that. I want to talk about everything in between there. And I'm going to give you my uh, two cents about where this team is possibly going because I'm starting to understand what the, what they're doing in Atlanta now. I mean, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time to step back and watch what's going on and things just fall into place. And I'm not saying they fell into place yet, but you're starting to see what things can be. So um, we're going to talk about that. If this is your first time here, welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. I'm VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern football and Atlanta Falcons football. Georgia Southern is on their way to spring to to the spring game. So they're having a lot of spring practices right now. I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm going to keep all that in the loop if anything comes about. But right now, it looks like they're doing a very good job. But today, once again, there's going to be more Falcon stuff because things are really fluid in the Falcons organization. And I will say that I am very impressed with what the cards that they're dealt with. At the end of the day, you know we lost Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is at the Indianapolis Colts now. But when you really look at all these deals that have been taking place, these are very solid, very, very solid moves. And we're going to talk about that. If this is your first time here, I am on YouTube, Rumble, if you want to watch the podcast. So if you want to use YouTube or Rumble, Rumble, I'm there. I highly recommend you to subscribe to both because uh, you never know what may happen to either one of these platforms. Also, if you want to listen to the podcast on the audio side of things without the, the visuals, I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you've already been on any of those platforms and you have not yet, please give me a five-star rating. I think I do a pretty good job over here. Just a one-man show trying to make the best of all this information out here. Hopefully, you guys will um, let me know how I'm doing. Give me some feedback. And also, if you have been listening for a while and you feel like it's in your heart to donate, you can click any of those links down in the description paypal cash app even join the patreon where i do uh an extra episode every week for the first and frame rate show all right house cleaning out the way let's go ahead and get into this it all began that from what we know with the whole calvin ridley situation he's been on reserve they've been uh, suspended so they had to make some moves um we also found out around this time i ain't gonna say around this time but at the same time the Falcons have been wanting to get rid of Matt Ryan. And I'm not saying it in a negative way, but they wanted to move on from him. And they said they wanted to do right by him. Now, that's a little bit of fast forwarding because Calvin Ridley was moved from the list back in, you know, uh, the 7th of June. I'm not June. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. The 7th of uh, March. So a lot of things happened from there. Um, nothing was really moving up until Young Way Koo was signed and he got a five-year deal. So he's locked in for a good while. Very good contract for one of the best kickers in the in the in our league. And uh we end up also 
given Zacchaeus a contract. We end up signing Jake Matthews to a three-year extension. Uh, also, we signed Elijah Wilkerson and Tease uh, Tabor, um, which is both of those are very solid signings. Uh, at, you know, so that was really good. I mean, Jake Matthews is one of the most reliable guys on the team. So you, I mean, on the line, really, pretty much on the team as well. So you want to continue to try to solidify that. And also getting Elijah Wilkinson here is more depth and another defensive back because you can't have enough defensive backs in the NFL. And he's a fairly decent one. He's not that bad at all. Um, got him. I think they got him both on a one-year deal. This one-year deal thing, thing is going to be a pretty much running theme. You're going to see in a little bit. Uh, Anthony Rush signed him to a one-year deal, defensive tackle. So that's going to be more depth at that position. Kobe Gossett was also re-signed as well i don't know what the deal package of that was now this is where things starting to get really interesting um even though the whole situation with matt ryan we didn't know how this was going you you also started to hear rumblings about deshaun watson or whatever case may be and a lot of people could say that that was a bundle or bungled situation it was just really you know jacked up how it went down but looking back now it it was kind of rough, but you see where this team is going now. I think this is exactly where this organization wanted to go. Like, you know about, we're going to get to the Matt Ryan situation, but knowing what you know now is not as crazy as it sounds now. So this is where things get really good. Casey Hayward gets signed to a two-year deal. Very solid cornerback to go on the other side of A.J. Terrell. This was a this is one of the best signings at the time. Was I, you can still make an argument that it is the best signing that we had so far? Um, that was not on the team. You know, Young Way Koo, obviously, and Jake Matthews, the resign. You know, the extension and stuff. You you can make an argument for those, but as of right now, for somebody who's not on the team, this was one of the biggest signings. We got somebody from somewhere else on a two year deal. He's going to line up on the opposite side of AJ Terrell. Really, really good pickup right there. Then we turn back around and then we get Kate, uh, Damian Williams from Chicago on a one-year deal. So now this running back situation is starting to take shape. Like, okay, we already know how we feel about Mike Davis. Apparently, Terry Fontenot and company kind of feel the same, kind of sound the same way we do because Mike Davis, is a he could be a good running back, but he kind of let us down last year. So, um, yeah. So we do add that with Damian Williams to get him to a one-year deal. Another really good solid signing, nickel corner, Isaiah Oliver was re-signed for a one-year deal. You know, a lot of these one-year deals are like prove-it deals, and this is very good for the um, Atlanta Falcons because it's basically like a tryout for the team. I mean, you can get a big contract if you ball out. So, and it's, it's low risk, high reward for the Falcons. Very, very smart move right here. Now, this is where everything goes Got a haywire in the Falcons fan base. Matt Ryan ended up getting traded to Indianapolis Colts for a third round pick. Oh, how did that happen? Well, we already went through the whole situation with the Deshaun Watson with anything situation. We know we didn't have any leverage. We had to get a we had to find a way to uh offload Matt Ryan's contract and everything. We're gonna eat a lot of cap space. Oh, uh, dead money. I mean, and we're just gonna have to live with that for this year. 2023 we're going to be a different story but with the fact that we have all that dead money right there and it's going to be gone next year all of these deals make sense and all of these deals are like really brilliant and genius moves like this is looking really good right now so matt ryan's gone we end up um and so right now we don't necessarily have a quarterback but i think it was like an hour or so later it was uh it was 
reported that Marcus Mariota was going to get a two-year contract. He didn't end up signing until like days later, but the reports were Marcus Mariota was going to get on a two-year contract. Now, I'm going to talk about Marcus Mariota um, real brief right now. Marcus Mariota has the tools to be a really good quarterback. He had to step back for a little bit. He was a little young. Sometimes you may need to to sit down for a little bit and reevaluate your game. And the times he did play with Las Vegas, he showed that he could still ball. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you had Derek Carr. Derek Carr was doing his thing. He played very well. There's no way you're not going to get that much playing time. But now Marcus Mariota has a chance to prove himself. Now Marcus Mariota have a chance to actually be a leader on the team. There's already been reports by other uh, quarterbacks out here. I mean, other receivers out here. I don't want to name any names, but he plays for the Titans. Said that Marcus Mariota was probably one of the best leaders that he ever had. So, I mean... What did I say about their quarterback in Tennessee? That, that's another story for another day. Uh, nevertheless, with all this going on, we end up re-signing Cordell Patterson. There's a really good, really good pickup right there. Cordell Patterson can do a little bit of everything. Two-year contract. He's probably going to be in the backfield as well with the rest of the guys like Damian Williams. And you have uh, 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 Mike Davis and company. And uh, we're going to get more into the running backs in a second. After that, we end up signing Lorenzo Carter, outside linebacker. He's going to be pretty much trying to play an edge rush. One-year deal contract. Once again, a prove-it deal. So that works out very well for the Falcons. Once again, Eric Harris comes back. Eric Harris played fairly well. He just had a couple of issues with dropping interceptions, but he played okay. So get more depth in the secondary once again. And another one-year deal, prove-it deal. Now, with Eric Harris, I kind of feel that Eric Harris, I think this is probably his last year in Atlanta, unless if he does something phenomenal. If he does something phenomenal, then he'd probably get another contract with us or probably somebody else, depends on how well he does. But this is, you know, this is a pretty good move for Atlanta, but I think they're probably going to move on from him after this year. Um, I, that's just my gut feeling. I don't, I don't see him really sticking around for much after that. Now, also, around the same time with Eric Harris, Cadero Hodges, wide receiver from the Lions, gets a one-year contract with the Falcons, brings more depth. He's more of a special team guy from what I read. Um, I could be wrong, but I think he's more of a special teams guy. He probably could still catch the ball or whatever case may be if the ball is thrown to him. Not to say that he can't have, he doesn't have hands, but it seems like that's more of a depth situation. Now, Marcus Mariota was, was officially signed to the Falcons on the 25th. Now, we're going to step back now. Now, this is when it gets really good, in my opinion. And uh, we end up re-signing Quadri Allison. Now, people like, oh, what's up with that? Do you mean he says it's going to get really good? Well, Quadri Allison can play ball. He just has an issue with fumbling sometimes. Like, he fumbled a couple times last year. But um, I still think this is a pretty good pickup. He's a big size running back. Uh, he can be good. He can be. He's just showing flashes. And I think it's a really good pickup for them because uh you just right now you just can't have enough running backs. And I think with this uh signing, you pretty much saying that you're gonna trust the running backs that you have. Unless you're gonna do like some major cut. We I, I won't be surprised if we don't get a running back in the draft at this point. You got Cordell Patterson, you got Damian Williams, you got Mike um Davis, you got Quadri Allison coming back. Uh I'm not really sure. Quadri Allison is an anomaly because I, I, I really like this guy and I really want him to do really well. And I think he can. 
But the last couple times when he did play well, I think he had a fumble or two, and it kind of uh, rubbed me the wrong way. Kind of the same way how it is with Mike Davis. Mike Davis had a pretty good, uh, you know, I ain't gonna say he had a pretty good season. This is that he, he fumbled at some of the wrong times. I'm like, man, it was so disheartening. But this Quadru Allison situation, I think he has a one year deal too. I think this is his last shot as well. So he needs to step up and do something. I think he can. He's capable. If he can hold on to the ball, he runs as hard as anybody that I've seen. So he can he can play. He just needs to hold on to the ball. I mean, that's one of the things. Now, this last pick that I've seen that we picked up, signing Auden Tate from the Bengals, I think this is a really good pickup. I think it's a lot better then people want to give it credit for it if they haven't already. I think this kid can be really good for the Falcons. Standing at six foot five, two hundred and twenty-eight pounds, he's a possession nightmare for the defense. Now I will tell you his stats right here. Um, not really good from two thousand. I mean, yeah, two thousand twenty-one. He didn't play much for some reason. It seemed like he had a thigh injury that's been nagging him throughout twenty twenty-one. 2022, he needs to bring back what he did in 2019 or in some cases maybe in 2020. I think a big receiver like this who has other weapons around him like a Kyle Pitts and a Cordell Patterson, this is the type of guy I've been wanting the Falcons to possibly try to draft in in, in this upcoming draft. But I will say this, this is a situation where you already got a guy who can make some plays. Now, mind you, in 2019, he had 40 catches for 575 yards um, and uh, one touchdown. He was targeted 80 times, caught the ball 40 of the 80 times. Now, in 2020, he was targeted 20 times. Sorry, he was targeted 22 times and caught the ball 14 times. So he has the potential to be really good. It seems like you just have to get the ball to him. And I think with the receivers that we have now, this guy coming in, standing at the, you know, uh, as a big, tall possession receiver, I think that this could be a situation where I was talking about like Frank Darby yesterday. He could be the guy that could really stand out. I was already putting my um, my eggs into Frank Darby because I did not see this signing coming, but with a guy with a bigger frame and already has been proven for the past three or four years that he can play some ball, I'm not pushing down Frank Darby to the side, but you also have to understand that, hey, this guy, if if the injuries is not plaguing him, and obviously in 2021, even the time that he was healthy, he wasn't going to get that much burn anyway. Look at, did you see the receivers on the Bengals? You got Chase and, and T. Higgins. and He wasn't going to get any, he wasn't going to get any burn. He just wasn't. He was targeted four times and he caught the ball three times, which is actually good. So every time the ball was thrown his way, he pretty much tried to catch the ball. He had a touchdown as well. He played seven games. So if you look at the times that he was targeted outside of his rookie year, he's been fairly solid. His rookie year wasn't all that good. He was targeted 12 times, only caught the ball four times. That's not a good ratio. But every year after that, he stepped up, like especially the 2019 season. And this, at the end of the day, with all these moves, I think this is probably the one one of the most interesting and probably important moves. And I'm not saying that. I mean, obviously, you can look at all the other ones, but I'm talking about important as far as, far as bringing somebody in from the outside to this uh 
to this team. Now, obviously, you can say Marcus Mariota. You can have an argument there. And I'm almost sitting here saying, like, it's 1A and 1B. It's probably, like, one of the most uh, pickups from the outside in. I mean, obviously, from the inside out, Cordell Patterson or Jake Matthews, you can make the choice out of either one of those. Hell, you can make a case for Young Way Koo to be the most important re-sign. But the actual signing, um, you're looking at a situation where Marcus Mariota is going to have, like, at least three decent targets to throw the ball to. You're looking at Kyle Pitts. You're looking at, uh, you know, uh, oh, goodness, I don't know. You're looking at Tate. You're looking at Cordell Patterson. You kind of got, you know, out of, out of these three, you kind of got a pretty decent, you know, um, got a, you got a pretty good decent uh, receiver court right there. You know, I don't think it is as bad as most people think. And and you look at all these other pickups. Isaiah Oliver going back to the nickel with uh, with um, AJ Terrell and um, was it Casey Hayward? You're looking at a pretty good you know defense as well. I mean, in secondary so far, Richard Grant needs to step up. You got Eric Harris coming back, who showed flashes that he could play pretty good. I don't know how these trenches going to look because you got Anthony Rush and got uh you got you still got um Ogan Deje, you still got uh um uh Grady Jarrett. You know you got you got some good guys that are, that can play up there up front. But when you got guys like um Jalen Hawkins and and uh you know Richie Grant, Eric Harris, the the cornerbacks I just mentioned, you, we, this defense this this defense has potential. This team actually has potential. And it all goes back to Terry Fontenot. I feel like he's putting some moves together that has a fairly solid team before we even get into the draft. And Terry Fontenot already said he, they're going for best player available. There, there's no way around that. They're going for best player available. So with that being said, man, we, we could have a very athletic, a very uh, football, intel, uh, uh, high IQ team. Because none of these players here that you've seen that has been signed, you haven't heard anything crazy about them like, oh, that's a bad pick or this is a terrible pick. These are like, you look at these picks and be like, you know what? This is pretty solid. The Lorenzo Carters of the world, solid. Damian Williams, solid. Alden Tate, fairly solid. Marcus Mariota, solid. Resigning the Jake Matthews and Young Way Koo and the others, solid. Casey Hayward, solid. These are like really good picks. And everybody want to say, oh, Matt Ryan was traded. He's trying to sabotage the Falcons. All right, Mr. Conspiracy Theory. I don't think this is the one that you're going to get correct six months down the road. Maybe they're going to crash and burn and they might not win many games, but after Matt Ryan's been traded, and everything else has been going on. I mean, do you really think this team could go back and win seven games again? Honestly, they have a shot. But we don't went through the schedule on another episode. AFC North and NFC West. It's going to be tough, but at the same time, I see what Terry Font and them and company are doing. They are trying to make some decent moves here. And it does look good on paper. 
It looks good. I have to give them credit. It looks good on paper, and I like what I see at the end of the day. I think Terry Fontenot and company has done a pretty good job of bringing some guys in here. Because, I mean, they could have just laid down and just put anybody on the roster, but every time you look at these picks, it's like, okay, Damian Williams, okay, Casey Hayward, okay, Marcus Mariota, what? All right, I see. I kind of see where that's going. And the longer you think about it, Cordell Patterson was definitely a pickup. Matt Ryan got traded. Okay, that sucks. For a third round, oh, that's even worse. But days go by, he started thinking like, you know what? I got to give him props. This is actually not that bad. Young Waku, five-year deal. Anthony Rush, one-year deal. All these other guys that I mentioned earlier, one-year deal. Eric Harris, one-year deal. Cadell Hodge, one-year deal. Alden Tate. I think Alden Tate and Quadri Allison both got one-year deals. I, I, I think this is a pretty good look. I'm I'm really impressed at what I see and I'm 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 you know it could it could be much worse. Much worse. Let me know what you guys think. I don't want to hold you guys up. You know, I try to do these episodes between 20 and 30 minutes, mostly on the lower um, 20 minute mark around 2025. If you like this content, hit the like button, share this video or this podcast, subscribe to any of these channels. If you like YouTube rumble, if you want to look at the audio version and you want to keep abreast on the audio versions of this podcast. Also, if you want to listen to it on the audio side, is you can listen on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. You know, so you, it, it, me personally, I advise you to uh, subscribe to all of these things. You just never know what happened to any of these platforms. Something could happen, and I may not be on one or the other, or it could be sometimes that an upload may not come together, but the podcast side may be up or vice versa. So that would be a good time to do that. If you want to give me some feedback on the Apple Star Chart, go ahead. Give me a, a five-star rating. I would really appreciate that. If not, Give me some feedback. Let me know why I don't deserve a high rating. Put it in the feedback section of any of these podcast avenues. And also, if you do really like any of this content, go ahead and um, look into all of the avenues that you can donate. If that's uh, your desire, I really would appreciate it. Either way, if you're just listening and you come and hang out and you want to give me some feedback, I really, 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 really appreciate it. I thank you guys. Shout out to everybody who's been in the comment section on these premieres. You guys have been excellent. I really, really appreciate it. Sometimes I've just not been able to get into the comments, but I'll be down there with you as much as possible. And uh, hopefully you guys could chat it up with me. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Y'all be blessed. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all Tuesday. You guys take it easy. Peace.